Lauren Boebert is out there begging her Republican followers, her donors, and anybody else with a little extra cash to spare at this time of year. Could you please give me some money for my ridiculously bad and completely failing re-election campaign? In a post on social media on November 30th, end of the month, Lauren Boebert had this to say. With the end of the month deadline upon us, I'm asking each and every one of you for help ensuring my campaign has the resources to win. If we lose Colorado's third district, the house is in major jeopardy of falling into Democrat hands. My opponent has plenty of funding from Soros, dark money, and even Hollywood liberals like Barbara Streisand and Ryan Reynolds. I need your help. Can I count on your support today for the critical November end of the month deadline? Now, it's no secret, right, that uh, Lauren Boebert's been struggling to raise money. She has been uh, pretty much double or even triple outraised by her Democratic opponent, Adam Frisch. And she's not wrong that there is a lot of out-of-state money coming in to boost Frisch, which as we have seen in the past, just ask Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham, and Mitch McConnell. That doesn't mean that the Democrat is going to win. In fact, it appears to have no effect at all on the race. So Bobert though, wants money. Her Republican opponent, uh, Jeff Hurd, is raising nearly as much money as her. But what I think is so interesting about her little plea here, well, first of all, she wants to talk about getting money from Hollywood. Lauren, you should actually reach out to the uh, producers of Beetlejuice the Musical because you've done more publicity for them than anything in the world could have. I didn't know it was a thing until your scandal. So I'm sure they owe you a couple bucks for that kind of promotion. So maybe reach out to them, right? Uh, But in all seriousness, it's interesting the way she pitched this to voters. And I think it tells you everything you need to know about the Republican Party. She didn't say, I need money because I'm not done working for my district. You know, I mean, President Biden went to her district the day before she posted this, made her into a laughing stock and talk about all the good things he did for her district that she voted against. So she was already in trouble there. But in this plea, she did not say, I need money to keep working for you. If I lose this seat, I can't do the job that I need to do to make your lives better. The only thing she says is, I need money so the Democrats can't win. Because that's all the Republican Party has. That's all the Republican Party is today. It's not about policy, it's not about ideas. It's sure as hell not about helping people back in their districts. All it is, is a zero sum win loss game to them. It's professional sports. Bobert's like, my team has to win because if my team doesn't win, then the other team wins. And we don't like the other team, right? There are across the state rivals, but, but that doesn't actually really affect anybody. All you're saying is we have to win so that they don't, but you're not offering people anything to vote for. All you're doing is giving them something to vote against. That doesn't work in campaigns, whether it's campaigns for Senate campaigns for house or campaigns for the white house. You have to give people something instead of just telling them, if you don't vote for me, then somebody else wins. Yeah. That's how elections work. You idiot. We all know that. If you want these people to shell out their hard earned money for you and all of your idiotic antics, you better give them something to vote for. Otherwise they're not going to do it next year 
and you're going to be out of a job. And let's hope that actually happens. As we've talked about a couple times now at this point, there is this thing called the Project 2025. It's being pushed by conservative groups, uh, essentially based on what I've seen, kind of led by the Right Wing Heritage Foundation. And what they're doing is they're trying to interview tens of thousands, up to 55,000 applicants to find pro-Trump sycophants to pack the government with people that will be spineless yes men and yes women for a second Donald Trump term. And as part of the screening process, you know, they, they have these questionnaires that they've been giving to these alleged Trump supporters to make sure that nobody's faking it. Right? Well, a alumnus from the first Trump administration got their hands on the questionnaire and they gave it to the reporters over at Axios. So now we know some of the questions that are being asked of these Trump loyalists questions like what part of candidate Trump's campaign message most appealed to you and why briefly describe your political evolution. What thinkers, authors, books, or political leaders influenced you and led you to your current beliefs. What political commentator, thinker, or politician best reflects your views. Have you ever appeared in the media to comment on candidate Trump, president Trump, or other personnel or policies of the Trump administration? Name one person, past or present, who has most influenced the development of your political philosophy. Name a book that has most significantly shaped your political philosophy, and please explain its influence on your thinking. Name one living public figure whom you greatly admire and why. (laughs) I think we all know the answer to that they're expecting for that last one, right? Like, name one person in politics that's alive um, that you just absolutely love beyond belief. Anybody who doesn't write Donald Trump in that space, like your application's getting thrown out immediately. Um, (laughs) I think also the Heritage Foundation is kind of overestimating the kind of people they're going to get because there were several questions there. There's like, name some books. And these people are like, where's Waldo? I don't know. That's (laughs) the only book I've opened in the last 30 years since I left high school. So (laughs) probably not going to have a lot of strong answers on that one. But this is scary, right? All joking aside, this is terrifying because all of these questions are meant to kind of narrow it down to get the most hardcore ultra far right government hating people to fill positions in the government. And we're talking about everything from small to large. They're screening people to take over as just career public civil servants. They're screening people to work in the department of justice. They're screening lawyers to work in the department of justice. And that's the real scary one because that's going to be the one where when Donald Trump comes up with a crazy idea, crazy executive order, or somehow says, Hey, I don't want to leave when my four years are up. So I want to stay here forever. Make that happen. Those lawyers are going to be the ones that do that. And trust me, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say that if Trump gets back into the white house, he won't ever leave that. I think that's part of this. I think this is part of the the scam. I think it's part of the plan. Let's make sure that we put enough constitution busting conservative lawyers in the, in the administration to where, when he says, I don't want to have to deal with term limits, they're going to come up with a plan so that he doesn't. And I've been saying that since long before the project 2025 was a thing. 
but it's a scary possibility. And unfortunately, it is a very, very real possibility that we could be looking at in about a year. As my pillow CEO Mike Lindell continues to deal with the fact that he just simply is running out of money with the lawsuits that he's facing, he's spent tens of millions of dollars, he says, on his election integrity project, and he just, by God, needs money. I mean, his lawyers recently quit on him because he doesn't have any money to pay him. He had freely admitted that. He's talked about how his company is just not doing very well. So yeah, poor guy needs money. But don't worry, because he totally has a plan. During a discussion on his Lindell TV on Frank's speech this week, Mike Lindell told his audience that if you're out there thinking about giving money to a Republican candidate for office, like, ew, (laughs) give it to me instead. Send me your money, people, because that's all I've ever really wanted anyway. Here's what Lindell had to say. Anyone out there that's going to put money into candidates and so on, your first thing should be here. Let's get on the same playing field. Let's level the field, right? Now, Lindell's not saying give him money personally so that he can, you know, hire lawyers (laughs) to go ahead and uh, fight the billions in lawsuits that he's facing. No, 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 no. He swears. He told Newsweek, like, none of this money goes to me. He, he actually said, not one penny went to Mike Lindell. People can donate and they don't have to worry about the media attacking them because their names are not exposed. Because it's set up as a 501c4 dark money group. And because of that, Lindell actually can spend the money on himself if he so chooses. So you can sit there and tell us all day long, like, hey, I'm not spending any of it on me. But you can. And you might especially with all of your financial problems that have been very public. Like this is not a secret. Everybody knows you're struggling right now. So why would they give money to you to buy your little $500 mini drones to go monitor election places that are probably going to get you hit with multiple felony charges, by the way, like the Republicans in Kentucky have already warned you. If you do that here, like we have to arrest you basically. So why would people want to give money to that when they could just give it to a Republican candidate, right? Uh, I'm sure you're going to get some people, but you know, it's kind of crappy of you, you know, and, and this is, you know, I'm pretending if I were a Republican right now, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed off that you have this grifter out there telling people, instructing them, don't give money to candidates. Don't give money to the party. Give your money to me instead. Mike Lindell is getting himself into a fight, whether he realizes it or not with the RNC and they're going to get pissed off. And let's not forget just a year ago, Mike Lindell was running to run the RNC. And on top of that, by the way, the RNC is already struggling to raise money. Like they're, they got half of what the Democrats have. They're not doing well. Small money donors have dried up. Big money donors are just refusing to get in because they hate all the candidates. The Republican party, big and small is running out of money. And Mike Lindell is trying to siphon off even more of it. Probably not going to sit well with Republican leadership and they may come down pretty dang hard on him. but it is what it is lie down with grifters, you wake up and your wallet's gone. 
listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced. <laughs>